0: Welcome to Taking Ship, a guided cruise through Dumbest Timeline America. I'm Maggie Moore, joined by Ellie Jacobs and Frank Spring. And believe it or not, we have actually all managed to survive this voyage into 2018 so far.
1: Indeed, it's uh, it's a surprise to everyone, no, none more so than ourselves. Uh, the year is not quite over, but we're we're feeling good, folks. Uh, we feel like we've really got some momentum to close this thing out. Uh, speaking of momentum, uh, please be sure to leave us some comments. Uh, I, if you haven't had a chance to listen to the live show, please do. Uh, people really seem to have liked it. Thank you, everyone. You hear it more and more. You really do. hear More and more you hear it, how good the live show was. Uh, so people really seem to like it. And we are extremely pleased with it. So send us your thoughts. Send us your comments. uh, Send us your hate. Send us your love. Uh, We crave all of it. Uh, And you can follow us on Twitter. Uh, You can follow us on Twitter at at taking ship with and that's ship with a P as in porcine. You can follow Maggie at at Maggie uh, at, at Maggie M012. Ellie at at Ellie Jacobs and me at at Frank Spring and so for this uh, this year end episode we're going to do a short one and we just we, we have waited until this the, the almost the last day of the year uh, because when we give out year end awards or we want to make sure that the year is actually over so we are going to get we are going to do some nominations uh, it's just some gen- just some thoughts uh, in three categories. This podcast, as we know, is a guided cruise through Dumbest Timeline America, and so we are going to nominate, we're going to ha- We're gonna hand out nominations, not final awards, but nominations, let's say, thoughts on awards for the three dumbest, for three categories of dumb things. The first is the dumbest thing to have happened this year, and this was a hard one because this year has been 10 years long. We will also uh, have thoughts on the dumbest person and the dumbest enterprise, the dumbest organization or enterprise. So... Uh, we're going to hit these things real quickly, and we're going to start with a special nomination for dumbest thing to have happened in 2018. A special nomination
2: for dumbest thing to have happened in 2018 from Ellie Jacobs. Yeah, it's just 2018. It, this year was, it wasn't 10 years long. This was easily, as we were trying to put this together, we kept going back and forth with ideas of dumb things that have happened, and it turned out like some of them had happened in 2007, and we just didn't realize it because this year has lasted so very long i think i've developed arthritis like in all my joints and most of my brain at this point
0: it's like the old lady in Titanic. It's been 84 years. That's how long 2018 has been.
1: So when we do, so if we've left things off, 2018 is really just Bill
2: Paxton with a bad earring. That is what 28, that's like the representative of 2018. That's exactly right. If we've left things off this list of any, off of any of this stuff, uh, please
1: understand it's because there was so much dumb shit this year that no amount of time or study could ever possibly uh, bring in all of it. Yeah. Just tweet it at us. Yeah, just tweet it out. That's exactly right. You take to Twitter the dumbest thing ever to tweet your dumb thoughts. Uh, speaking of, actually, this is Twitter is a perfect one. I'm going to do a quick nomination here. Uh, this is in psychology. There's a thing called primacy and recency, where you remember the mo- the first thing or the most recent thing. So this we may have a little more recency bias here on my part, but I would just like to nominate what, as far as I can tell, is a completely invented uh, war between uh, the Bernie Sanders camp and the Beto O'Rourke camp uh this is not actually a meaningful conflict that is occurring in any serious way it has no outcome it has no effect on the outcome of the nomination it seems like basically and, there's about 15 people tweeting about it a lot and that's yeah this, that's it. exactly right this is this is a this is a twitter war between two highly engaged between the most highly engaged Supporters of these two Democrat of these two potential nomination nominees for Democratic nominee for Democratic president or Democratic nominee for president, I should say, excuse me. Um, and it's it is just it's an entirely inside the belt. It's entirely inside baseball uh, war that uh, online media fight that has just spiraled out of control and keeps perpetuating because people are writing about this, this contentless
2: argument. So I would I'm, say I'm legit I'm legit not sure that any of Beto's people are actually engaged in this. I think this is just I'm Bernie's sure. people
1: I don't, and but the other thing is I don't the other thing is Bernie Bernie's people such as they are like Bernie's organ like Bernie supporters are incredibly disaggregated like the idea of a coordinated attack by Bernie arts, Bernieites as anyone from the Sanders camp themselves will tell you is just not possible it's not how they operate they don't do into they don't do internal organization they don't do coordinated attacks it is by definition a pretty what we might call a pretty horizontally structured organization.
0: I so do 100% is, agree, though, that listening to white boys fight each other online is the dumbest thing yeah. that is happening right now.
1: That's right. That's the that's the payoff on this. This is just a this is a, and with, with a you know with a few special appearances from resistance uh, from resistance women, uh, you know, and, and and a couple of leftist women as well, I guess. But this is primarily a white dude versus white dude online fight about something that that will be empirically tested uh, in the coming two years, which is can uh, which is what effect will and a sustained attack from the left have on Beto? It's an it's an honest question. It's a good question. There's actually a way to test it, and we're about to find out. This is as dumb as people arguing about whether a college uh, shooting guard can hit three pointers in the NBA when he has a, when he has been drafted and is about to do so. Like, well, I guess we'll fucking find out. Yeah. So there you have it, friends. Beto versus Bernie invented online fight. One of the dumbest things to happen in 2018.
0: Thank you, Frank. Uh, which I 100% agree, and I. Um, so now, starting with the most recent thing, I want to put us into the way way back machine to April, all the way back to yesteryear. I'm sorry, I can't um, remember that far. Literally, I've I've blacked out nine times since then. I, like I can't handle it. Um, but. What, back, in, uh, back in April was a little shindig known as the Correspondents' Dinner. Um, and Michelle Wolf was the host. And as you may recall now, if this year kicking off the cobwebs of your memories, that the response to Michelle Wolf's hosting was not great. AKA people lost their fucking minds about one Some joke in did. particular.
2: Some people did.
0: Some people most, did. Most then people caused didn't give a rat's just kept ass.
2: Right. Most people didn't give a rat's ass. Yeah. And then the Red Hats got crazy and then it just became a thing. It and became a thing it.
0: when it 100% did not need to be a thing. So I'm going to read um, the joke um, that she wrote about Sarah Sanders. Uh, and it was about eyeshadow. And again, I don't know why everyone lost their mind. So the joke was I actually really like Sarah. I think she's very resourceful, but she burns facts. And then she uses that ash to create the perfect smoky eye. Like maybe she's born with it. Maybe it's lies. It's probably lies. That is a great joke for a couple of reasons. One, perfect play on Maybelline's. Maybe she's born with it. Maybe, she's, maybe it's Maybelline. But people seem to interpret that as she was calling Huckabee Sanders ugly, which if you read the text, that doesn't happen anywhere. It was There was no need for everyone to lose their minds as much as they did. So we took a good thing, a good roast, and we turned it into a stupid thing. And now we can't have it anymore, which is what I think the theme of 2018 actually is. So, response to the correspondence dinner, one of the dumbest things that happened.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And taking that theme of hoping that things that happened in 2018 are just taken away from us in the future is the marriage of Joe Scarborough and Mika Brzezinski, um, the co-hosts of Morning Joe, which, as uh, I have mentioned... I am Ugh. so much happier that I don't watch it ever. Um,
0: Same. It's so good not to have cable.
2: <laughs> yeah. I basically only watched when I'm in hotels, um, which thankfully hasn't happened that often over the course of the year. Uh, and I noticed three weeks ago when I was in a hotel for two nights that as wa- as I was watching it in the morning, I just became furious. And that's not a great way to start the day. I'd much rather start the day with like, you know, a tasty omelet and a good good cup of tea and, you know, go on with my life, not sit there and be furious that... Joe Scarborough is unrepentant for giving Donald Trump a platform for five years. And Mika Brzezinski, I don't know, sits there and drinks Jamba Juice jamba juice, and gives the camera smoky eye and thank God Willie Geist is a human being and actually seems to get that this whole thing is just a monstrous joke and it's a clown car and he finds it funny. And I think he, like his smirk throughout the entire show is the only thing that I think is keeping America together. Willie Geist smirk
0: taking a page out of uh, what frank said earlier about the beto bernie fight this is the most inside baseball bullshit that i hate it's such like a media who knows who thing and i'm so sick of it Ugh, it just makes me nauseous yeah. just like drinking a lot of jamba juice would make me nauseous
2: yeah well so speaking of me- speaking of inside baseball mag what's her next nominee
0: Great question. Our next nominee for the dumbest things that ever happened, this was a little bit tough to categorize, but I think it has to be a thing that's happened because it was so active, um, is the New York Times editorial page. Um, it didn't always used to be this noxious. Barry Weiss didn't work there. Brett Stevens didn't work there. But it, it, it is now. And we are forced to read this fucking bullshit every day and then get angry about it, or at least that's what I do to myself, because sometimes I hate myself. But I think a great example of uh, the New York Times editorial page being a stupid thing to happen uh, was that beautiful anonymous op-ed that if you recall from a past episode that Frank and I speculated wildly on who wrote it, I still am holding out for Ivanka Trump. So, I mean, I say go back and read it. But again, the New York Times editorial page, what a fucking catastrophe. And I do think you have to categorize it as a thing because it could get better, but it probably Mm -hmm. won't.
1: Mm-hmm. So, no. The publication of the New York Times editorial page, for sure. Also, they gave us uh, Eric Prince's, I would like to be viceroy of Afghanistan, please, mm-hmm. uh,
2: essay. And and for that, we are all dumber and somehow worse people. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they still continue to pay Thomas Friedman and Marine uh, Dow to write the same thing every week. Oh, and let's not forget about Dave someone. Bro.
1: Yeah, Dave. Yeah, exactly. Dave bro. Who, who, this year has been so bad that we haven't dragged Dave bro as often as we usual, as we should, as we used to in the past. It's, that's how dumb it's been. I then just it want to become
0: co- a Dave bro podcast. And I'm not into that. No, no
1: that's, that's like that. <laughs> that actually bad. would be, no. the, that would be the sort of the meta dumbest thing that could possibly happen. Uh, I'd, I'd like to close out this category. Um, just, this is an important one because this is the meme that defines this category and this year, uh, J.R. Smith's uh, epic fuck up at the end of game one of the NBA finals. Uh, which cost the Cavaliers their shot at winning even one game, and maybe changing the momentum of the tournament. Who the hell knows? But that's the that is the is mishandling of the of possession at the end of that game cost the Cavaliers a shot at winning, and led to the LeBron James "What are you doing?" pose that has come to define every pretty much every.
2: Yeah, it is more it is more representative than a bad earring in Bill Paxton for 2018. It's actually LeBron James' face. Yeah, LeBron, and, Yeah, and, and if you all haven't watched the shop on HBO, I highly recommend it. It's worthwhile watching. All so right, in, that,
1: in that yeah in that picture LeBron you speak for us all okay new category dumbest person holy smokes we this this is an entire podcast could be dedicated to this uh, I, I I'll kick us off here just saying uh, dumbest person of 2018 Paul Ryan has got to be solidly in the mix on that one I mean this is ineffectual uh, you know this, spineless. I mean, this is spineless. Just, in, hypocritical. I mean, hypocritical, uh, embarrassing, uh, you know, a wild, a wild appalling underperformance uh, politically and legislatively, just and morally.
0: Also, Paul Ryan say not too long ago, like, history, when, you know, we're on the right side of history here, it's like, oh, buddy,
2: mm-hmm. yeah.
0: oh, buddy, I got sure. some bad news for you.
2: Yeah. yeah. Well, was it he, and then he said his biggest regret was not tackling the deficit.
1: I mean, he did, I mean, he, yeah, his, which, yeah, he did say that that he wasn't, yeah, exactly, he didn't get the deficit. He tackled it in the, it you know, in the world by it, adding arm tackled him. it. I mean, he, right. you know, he, he whiffed on it, and actually, and then the deficit, because of his poor effort, actually speeded by him, uh, broke free into the open field and is running for touchdowns. The deficit is running wild. Uh, thanks, thanks to Paul thanks Ryan. entirely to Paul, to Paul fucking Ryan. That's really what I want to get into. Here's his attempt. The dumbest thing is his attempt to paint that as his legacy. Like, well, I wish we could have done more on the on the deficit. Yeah, it's a shame he didn't have the opportunity to do anything like that. You fucking dumb shit. When you're when you when you were speaker of the house, your party was in control of all three chambers. You turd, yes, uh, Paul Ryan, you dumb piece of crap. Anyway, yes, dumbest person of the year, Paul Ryan.
2: So it shouldn't surprise our listeners that we have several Republicans that were up for this. Um, Our second one, um, and actually really the only only other uh, American politician we had on the list, again, we had to call down from a significant group of people. Um, I think we're going to give um, the Pod Save America guys an honorable mention in Dumbest Person or oh, Dumbest Enterprise. We have
0: to.
1: <laughs> yeah. We kind of have sure. to. They, they, they all, they we don't make, make
0: the rules, move, guys. They we don't make the
1: rules, guys. make That's right. Yeah, exactly. Listen here. We're just, yeah, that's exactly right. We're just enforcing them. Uh, they also may pop up on another podcast that we're, another, another podcast about grift, but we'll yeah. come to that later.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But our uh, going back to our, our other Republican legislator, uh, is Lindsey Graham. Miss um, Lindsey, um, who at times during the 2015, 2016, parts of the campaign said, you know, just horrific things about Donald Trump. What did he say? Like, we're all going to be doomed if he's elected. Like, I mean, he was really pretty, you know, speaking with a lot of what at the time some may have thought was hyperbole, but I think he genuinely meant it until he realized that maybe he didn't mean it at all and they're best friends and they like golfing together. It's, so. mor- it's, morally, it's morally despicable. And also, he thinks some good will come to him from this. Yeah, but
1: there's a there's the a grift aspect to it. it. He will be that. And what, what makes him the dumbest person, I would argue, is that he thinks this like he, that he's going to be the person who cozies up to Donald Trump and somehow doesn't have it blow up in his own face.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he at this point is now I mean, it would be a smart political move on the part of this White House to nominate him as defense secretary. But we know how well this White House works. We'll get to that later. Uh, so that's Lindsey Graham. Moving on, Maggie. Moving on,
0: indeed. So moving away from American politicians for right now, what? Um, we have a a dual sort of pair nomination of um, Zuckerberg and Sandberg uh, of the Facebook ilk. We will talk about Facebook uh, as an entity in a minute, um, but we couldn't leave 2018 without nominating one or both of these assholes um, for being incredibly stupid. And I think like, you really just saw the entire enterprise fall apart um, bit by bit. And every time you didn't think it could get worse, it just got a little bit worse. Um, Particularly Zuckerberg never shutting up about starting a fucking startup in his basement in Harvard or dorm room, whatever. Um, But that whole, that hearing was, was just terrible. Um, And while Zuckerberg to, I think a point that Ellie made earlier, well, Zuckerberg has no fucking idea what he's doing. Sheryl Sandberg, that's exactly what she's doing. And it's bad.
2: Yeah. Anybody who thinks that she's leaning into anything other than pure evil is uh, really not paying much attention. Yeah. It's been a bad
1: run for, it's been a bad run, not just in the content, but in, in the way that they have attempted to, uh, uh, I, I mean, I guess you could call this, I, I guess you could call it crisis response of a kind and there has been a crisis and they did respond.
2: Yeah. But other than that, it's not worthy of the name. Yeah. Those two words shouldn't go together, but they have to, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, there's no other all way around it. All right, let's close out. Dumbest person.
1: So I, I'm, I, we're we're going to go across the pond for this. You have to put in a nomination for Jeremy Corbyn, the leader. Oh. Of the party. I mean this this the British politics is absolutely melting down. Uh, there's no reason to believe the Conservative Party should be at all popular. Uh, there is. Britain is about to do something largely unpopular and in the and in the least popular way, uh, and yet uh, the Labour Party remains has remained solidly a remained a solid second behind the Conservative Party for the entire year, despite the Conservative Party's uh, frequent cartoonish fuck ups because Corbyn has been unable to capitalize on the fuck-ups of his enemies, because he's unable to articulate a labor position on Brexit that is at all coherent. Uh, and and in Also, he, it doesn't help he's that he's an, an anti-... unrepentant anti-Semite. And he, can't con- and he has struggled for various reasons on which we could speculate, many of them I'm, I'm sure not to his credit, and probably true. Uh, he has struggled mightily Ah, uh, to contain uh, a year-long uh, uh, festering anti-Semitism uh, problem within his own party, and just has just not been able to deal with it. If it, and so here, here's a lesson to you, friends. If you run an enterprise in which a in which a specific demographic of folks, uh, let us say Jewish people, are suddenly fleeing in herds and droves, and you are act and you, and your response is, well, this shows you what's wrong with them you 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 need to check oh. your math, boys. You that's need to check your spicy. math. That's, yeah, that's a pretty salty. that is what we might call a salty take.
2: yeah and so, Jar-Bear, Jar-Bear did not have a good, is not a good, good 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 look. Bad year for this guy. yep, it's on the on the list for sure. all right. Yeah. so let's move on to dumbest enterprise. Let's tear through this quick, like
0: I feel like big uh, dumbest enterprise is honestly like the best picture nominations, after yeah. uh, the Oscars. So these are sort of like the grand poobas. So, just heard me talk about um, Zuckerberg and Sandberg. So yes, we're back at it. Facebook is 100% nominated for the dumbest enterprise of the year. Could also be treading into grift area, but we can talk about that later. Um, Facebook has become the place, less the place where I posted terrible selfies of myself that I use my digital camera for and more of a place that wants to just sell all of those bad selfies that I took and all the data about me to other people. Um, And remembering just the most recent bad thing that Facebook did. Um, they allowed both Netflix, I believe Netflix and Spotify to read users' private messages. I mean, this is some horrible stuff. Also, you'd probably, you know, my private messages are, um, you know, one giant thread of other team members that I'm on that I never read. Um, so yeah, they could they could read that message, but it's fine. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd say- but as, Arab I Spring.
2: But but Arab Spring and unifying the world and... and uh, listen, and I'm
0: not saying that there were price. not good things that, you know, uh, happened because of social media, but by and large, Facebook is a media company and no one knows it's what... It's
2: arguable that the Arab Spring was a good thing. <laughs>
0: I don't know. It seems it's a little coming, better for some folks and not as good for others. Coming
1: in hot, really? Jesus Christ. Ellie saves his spiciest dick for the end of
2: the year. <laughs> <laughs> was that not 2018?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I was to say. Honestly, awesome. is Syria still going at it? Then, no, it happened this year. Yeah. yeah.
2: Alright, so moving on from Facebook to another, to another group of savvy, motivated personnel, the Trump White House, um, which, as we have we, we have dubbed it team chaos and boy howdy did they live up to it this year. Um, anybody who's listened to the podcast knows what we're talking about. We won't go into it. They are obviously, they're like, they're like the Martin Scorsese of the best picture. Like he put out a picture, it's up for best picture. It's probably not going to win because something else is dumber, but it's going to be up there just because it has to be because it's Martin It's
0: a period piece with Keira Knightley and beautiful costumes. Like we all get it. We know why we're here.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That's what happened with the Trump White House. So it's there. All right. Moving on. For sure. Yeah. So this, this franchise, this franchise, these Oakland Raiders, I call them the absolute country
1: fried rubes. That's because they gave a 10 year contract to John Gruden uh, to be their head coach and effect and de facto general manager. And boy, are they beginning to pay the price for that? this ends the John Gruden impersonation and also my nomination for the Oakland Raiders. This is one of the great cell phones in the history of professional sports.
2: Yeah. All right. Uh, Speaking of cell phones, Tesla, another winner from the, from the Silicon Valley region, Uh, Elon Musk, uh, who, I mean, you hope that it was a mental breakdown this over the course of the entire year. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But it doesn't seem like that was actually the case. Um, So between, Making up numbers about digging a tunnel in the middle of nowhere, um, to deciding that he was going to take Tesla private and announcing it on Twitter. And my this is my favorite part about this whole thing: his lawyers have defended to the SEC that things on Twitter don't mean anything because of the pres- because of the president's tweets. That's actually in the loss law- in the lawsuit re- response. Oh. That Twitter My means nothing. God. Things on Twitter mean nothing because because of the way President Trump uses it. I this mean... Is the dumbest. This is it. It's the meta-dumb. This is the hilarity dumb. of dumb. Yeah.
0: Please kill me. Uh, Twitter, which is already
2: starting at like a certain level of anything on Twitter, is dumb. Adding uh. Trump to that becomes dumber. Putting Musk in that becomes even dumber. Putting the Saudis and the SEC in there just creates some kind of 12th circle of hell that even Dante couldn't imagine of dumbness. But yeah... Tesla and Elon Musk, despite making some pretty good cars when they actually do make them. Um, when they get around to it. Yeah, when they get around to it. it's yeah. uh, Also, Musk got sued by, uh, by, a, by a diver whom he,
1: Musk, called a pedophile uh, publicly because the diver was clowning on him because Musk wanted to send a coffin to rescue uh, stranded Thai children in a cave. Right. Honestly. It's, it was quite a year.
2: I like, that was think this year? Those anything.
1: kids stuck in the thing?
0: Yes. God yes, damn it. Yes. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. And I would, I want nothing to take away our constitutional right to dunk on Elon Musk on Twitter. That's so. all.
1: If we can't
2: form a layup line on this guy, what can we do? Yeah, but we're not, you know, it's, Truly. he's not saying don't do it. He's just saying that it has no meaning. Because the, president, because the president. It's a nihilist argument. Yeah.
1: Honestly. You have the freedom to do it. it. Nothing we say means anything.
2: But also 100% true. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: No, for sure. For sure. It's a, it's <laughs> a, it's a dumb and nihilist time. Please.
2: All right, Frank, let's close this one out.
1: Let's close this thing out with the most nihilist thing at all. All right. For the for the worst-run enterprise of 2018, we have got to nominate the United Kingdom of Great Britain and Northern Ireland. What a shit show! Uh, they are again. They are about to do uh, an un unpo- a largely unpopular thing in the least po- in the worst way possible, in the least popular way possible, because their politics has melted so completely down. The Conservative Party can't nominate someone to replace Theresa May. Uh, they want to, but they can't find anyone else. So now, so they they uh, they ran a uh, an, un- an ineffective coup. Uh, so now Theresa May is locked in as as Conservative Party leader for another uh, another year, another calendar year. Uh, unless there's a general election, which no one wants because the Labour Party can't take advantage of this politically, and there is no, and I have spent a calendar year negotiating with Brexit with uh, with the EU for Brexit in roughly the same manner as, and I'm sure we've quoted this before. Uh, you know, if anyone can identify the person who said that watching uh, Britain uh, negotiate with the EU has been like watching someone uh, in a in a grocery store bargain with an automated checkout. Uh, it has basically been exactly like that. So they're about to do themselves an act of se- of severe national harm because no one is able to break the, because their institutions have melted down so thoroughly and no one can come up with a plan to get themselves out. Uh, this is, I wouldn't have thought it was possible to have a worse run enterprise than the Trump white house,
2: but friends, we look across the sea, uh, and Albion sets an example once again. Yeah. I think one last one for worst run enterprise is the response to the Mueller investigation. And uh, I think that John Oliver's, uh, connotation of it as just dumb as stupid Watergate says it all
0: yes I didn't know he called it that I love stupid that Watergate. stupid Watergate
2: yeah,
1: that's yeah. very good that's
2: good that's very sorry oh, that's all right good. so I'm folks good. that was our takes on uh, dumbest enterprise dumbest person and dumbest thing in 2018 which send got, us your takes you know us. That we
0: miss stuff like 2018 yeah. has been too long we know yeah. there's stuff that we missed
2: <laughs> and there's still like there's still like 48 hours left of possible stupidity, which you know it's going to happen. It's like recording the the, the you know rec- rec- it's like recording at 5 for the, the late-night show that's going to be on at 11. You just yeah. know you're going to get burnt. Yeah. Although Alabama did play Oklahoma yesterday, so at least the, we've got that behind us. Yeah. Thank yeah. you for not bringing up Notre Dame's horrific <laughs> display
1: against Clemson. Hey, they didn't give up 28 points in the first 17 minutes of play. It could have been worse. Yeah, it could have been worse. Yeah,
0: but it could have been yeah. a lot better, too. Yeah. <laughs>
2: damn. God damn it. Thanks, Bray. <laughs> All right. So Uh, peace on worth goodwill to uh, all. Please, please, please tweet
0: us.
2: (laughs) Please tweet us at, at taking ship, and that's ship with a P as in um pterodactyl, once again, because I'm staring at a book that says P is for pterodactyl, the world's worst spelling book that I've been reading to my daughter. Um you can so that's at taking ship with a P and Maggie at Maggie M012, me at Ellie Jacobs, and Frank at Frank Spring. Um, obviously, please do subscribe and rate us. Uh, we've gotten some really terrific reviews, and we want to thank everybody again for coming out to the live show, and again, thank the Future Project for their hospitality. Uh, so with all that, Frank, Maggie, where are we headed?
1: Uh, we're going uh, off the Canary Islands uh, in, the, uh, in the Atlantic, um, which, is, which is off the coast of West Africa, or at least that's where we're going to start because we are tracing a 71-year-old Frenchman who is crossing the Atlantic Ocean in a barrel. I'm not kidding. That is what he is doing. He is in a he is in a bright orange barrel. He is even now somewhere in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. This is the kind of deranged contempt for the sea uh, that makes that that we crave. The man is a real hero. Uh, we're going to bring him some fromage and some decent wine, and uh, and, then, and then set him adrift again and hope he makes it. Friends, we take ship for the middle of the Atlantic to find a Frenchman in a barrel. Happy New Year,
2: everybody! Happy New Year, everybody! Happy
0: New Year, everybody.